God bless you on today, Pastor Jarek Fletcher. Amen. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Pastor Jarek Fletcher coming to you live from Yes and Amen. God bless you on today. Uh, this is part three in the series of launching out into the deep. And so I have some scriptures here posted. Um, let's move forward. Let's pray and let's share a little bit. Father, we thank you and praise you. We glorify you on today. We thank you because this is a day that we've never seen. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your guidance by your spirit. We thank you that 2020 is upon us. And so we thank you that your word is going forward. Bless the hearts and the minds that receive of your word on today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Today, I'm just going to share a little bit about launching out into the deep. So that was the uh, primary scripture that we took a look at, which was in John chapter five and about uh, not John, Luke chapter five and uh gives context to jesus really first meeting the the disciples and it gives a uh, demonstration of power with respect to teaching on the lake amen and then we see him in part two amen they're on the sea of tiberius and in part two um peter's dealing with the resurrected christ and he's gone back to fishing Amen. He's a bishop and he's been called. In part one, he's a fisherman and it's at the at the noon afternoon time frame and they were fishing and didn't catch anything. And they were cleaning their nets and Jesus delivered some words to a, a mass of people and then he told them, Hey, go back out. And they launched out into the deep as Jesus asked them to. And they caught fish, right? And then Peter starts to discover some things about himself and says, "Hey, I'm 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 a man of sin. I I, I can't handle it, Jesus." Uh, but Jesus says to him, "He says, Hey, follow me. I'll make you fishers of men.'" And then in John twenty-one, there there's a couple of things that's going on here. Jesus comes upon them, and they're on the Sea of Tiberias. Amen. It's three years later. And that three year period, Jesus worked with John. Uh, he worked with the disciples and the 12 and, and his inner three sanctum. And he, he de developed them to take over. Amen. From his work and, and specifically Peter was his leader, his selected choice. Peter had charisma. Peter had, you know, he had character. He'll answer you back based on his heart. And he wasn't afraid to be at the ready, whether it be with his knife or by his words. He was always the first. And Jesus told him, he said, hey, he said, the, the enemy desire to sift you like we. He said, but Peter, I've prayed for you. Glory to God. And, and, and so God is praying for us. 
And under the name of Jesus, we've been prayed and we've been vindicated. And so here is a area of preparation, a time of preparation. And in the middle of this, there's there's a couple of scriptures here. Uh, we can see in Philippians 3, 13 through 15, it says, <clears throat> and Paul says this, in order to, and, and in order to launch out into the deep, there's some things we have to forget about. And in the context of the lesson on today, in Matthew 26, 69 through 75, Peter denies Jesus, right? He, Jesus told him, he says, you're going you're gonna to deny me three times. And Peter says, no, hey, I ain't, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But in, in the Matthew account, he does it three times. And it's two damsels that ask him and then some other people. And he's by the campfire and he denies Jesus. Doesn't mean that he's not called. Doesn't mean that he doesn't have favor. It just meant that at that time he blinked out, he fainted out, and he denied Jesus. And so we have power on the inside of us to launch out into the deep. Amen. This is part three. And so Jesus needs us to do his work that he called us to do upon the earth. And so let's read Philippians 3, 13 and 15. And it simply tells us, amen, it says, brethren, and Paul is talking, he says, brothers, I count myself not to have app apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. And so there are some things that Peter, toward the end of that three-year when he denied Christ, right? He was infuriated. He was upset, right? And and even though Jesus was resurrected and there was a different account where, where, where Peter probably saw or heard about Jesus being risen, but, but Peter went back to fishing, right? And so it says here, amen, that we are to put those things behind and reach forth unto those things which are before us, right? And so Peter went back to his past and, and Jesus had some work for him. He had some things for him to do that was in front of him, that was before him, right? Not looking back, not looking to the left or to the right, not even looking at our own area of frustration. And so Peter was frustrated because what Jesus told him, he did even though he denied that he would do it. And so if you ever been calling your servant of God and there's areas where you fail, uh, God still needs your gift. He needs your talents, right? The gift and call, they come without repentance, but he needs you, uh, glory to God, to say, hey, I, I messed up and, and to continue on. And then in Philippians 3 and 14, it says, I press toward the mark for the prize. Paul says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in, in Jesus Christ. And so we see here, and we're going to take a look at it. <clears throat> and you can take a look at it in John 21, right? And 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 look at uh, part two of this series. God... Um, inspires and, and incarnate in Jesus Christ goes to see Peter and, you know, sets him up, feeds him and they fellowship. And he began to talk to him about 
the high calling of God and Jesus Christ over his life and, and that he needed him to take the reins as fisher of men, not fisher of fish. And in the context that he launched out this time over the Sea of Tiberias, he caught roughly 153 species of fish. He caught a, a variety, a myriad of fish sing, singling out and a understanding that you are now fisher of many men and, and you are the, 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 the tip of the spear, so to speak. Amen. That's, that's some operational stuff. Amen. In the special ops world, you're the top, you're, you're the tip, you're the operator. And so Jesus, he comes to him and he begins to talk to him, but let's finish up Philippians uh, three and uh, 14. Let's go. It says, let us therefore, as many as be imperfect, be thus minded. And so Jesus in, in John 21, he goes to Peter to help him get his mind, get that mind in the game, right? You can't look at the past. Not only that, but you got to put your mind in the present game. Let this mind be in you. Allow this mind to be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. He thought it not robbery, and he took upon himself the, the humbleness of men. And, and he served and he was on all points tried and tested. But anyway, that's another, that's another story. That's another uh, scripture. That's another, another basis. And so he says here, be thus minded. Paul says that in Philippians 3, 15. And if anything, if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Okay, we got that over with. We got that done. And so the context of what we are dealing with here, and I'm going to pull up just John 21 here. Right. And so, so Peter needed to forget some things and put them behind him. According to Paul, he had to get his mind in the game. And so Jesus came to him, amen, as they were on the boat, on the sea, of Tiberius, right? A whole nother echelon of, of problems and areas. And so he had, obviously he had his mind in the fishing game for fish, but God needed him and Jesus needed him to be mid course corrected, glory to God. And so let's go ahead and, and I said, I was going to read, let's read Matthew 26, uh, 69 here and uh 75 right so 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 peter's mind was taken out of the game you know how how is it that you take your mind out of the game of what god has for you in that mindset well you you can you can uh become impatient you can become in a place where you are basically anxious right the word says be anxious for nothing and so we don't want to be anxious for nothing but let's go ahead here let's take a look here let's take a look yeah yeah let's go ahead and read this and i said matthew 26 and 69 through 75 these are areas and this is an area where where 
uh, Peter wept bitterly and he was upset. I don't know if he was more upset because he let Jesus down or was he more upset uh, uh, with himself because he spoke out and says, I'm not going to deny you. I'm not going to turn my back on you. And, and so he let himself down. But God doesn't need you to let yourself down. He needs you to forget about those things. He needs you to work on your inner self in your private time. And, and he needs you to look forward. Amen. In 2022, he needs you to, to look forward to those things in those areas where he's called you to. He, he needs you to look beyond the, the, the sacrificial position of where you're at. Amen. He needs you to get your mind, according to Philippians, get your mind in the game, get your mind tuned in to the image that he has for you and for the training, right? Peter went through three years of training with Jesus. And so Jesus was about to ascend up on high. So he needed Peter on the earth to represent him. He needed Peter to take the leadership reins of the church so that he can launch out into the deep. And so these, these personal things, and Jesus told me, he said, man, you're going to deny me. He said, oh, no, God, I'm not. But here we go. Jesus, I'm not. And so in, in Matthew 26, 69 and 75, let's take a look at it. And so please, whatever it is that you're doing and, and whatever it is that's happening, God is a forgiver. He looks upon the heart. He looks on, upon the attend, intention of where it is that you should be and what it is that you uh, intend on doing. And, and you need to make yourself a, a promise of excellence before the things of God and in his heart. Amen. So, so that you can be meat for the master's use, so that you can be like Peter once God reclaimed him through Jesus Christ. It says, now Peter sat without in the place and the damsel came unto him saying, and so Thou are also was with Jesus of Galilee. Amen. You've been associated. You've been seen around town. You've been in that clan, in that group of the Jesus people. Amen. For seven years. Amen. An old friend met up with you and, and, and y'all did some things that wasn't right. Amen. But God needs you through the blood of Jesus to forgive yourself and to press forward. Amen. He, he made you and, and he's in the business of tuning you up and tuning you into the things of who he is. He met you before you met yourself. He met you before forming you in the belly of your mother's womb. He gave you purpose. He sanctified you. He ordained you and he gave you a purpose just like Peter here. And so he was before and, and a Danzo encounters him. He says, hey, you was with that Jesus crew. And, and, you know, my man, Peter says here, but he denied, and this is 26 and 70 of Matthew. He denied before them all saying, I know not what thou sayest or what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about and what you're talking about. So one says, when he was going, amen, when he was going, into the porch, another maid, amen, hitting him again, and said unto them that were thee, that's, was it you? That, yeah, we know it was you. And, and this fellow 
was also with Jesus of Nazareth. Well, the mark of, of Jesus is upon your life. It's upon your head. Amen. The word is nigh thee. The word is close to thee. So you need to embrace it. You need to uh, lay aside those things that God has in your in your present. Uh, move forward. Those things that are in your past, lay them on weights aside. And it says again, he denied with an oath. He swore. I don't know the man. I don't know the man. All right. So how, how is it that he's going to lunch out into the deep and he's in a state of denial? He's worried about everybody and everything around. That's uncharacteristic of Peter at that time. Right. But he does. Jesus says, hey, man, he says, you're going to let me down. You're going to do it. Right. And he denies it. And so the beautiful thing about God is you can go before him. Right. Because he needs you. He needs your gift. He needs your talent to shake the foundation of the world. He needs you to go in and preach Jesus, him crucified, him resurrected and ascended and seated on the right hand of the father. He needs your gift and your talent. Peter, where art thou? He needs you to take leadership reins over his body on the earth at this time. And while, and, and 73 of Matthew 26 and 73 says, and after a while unto him, they that stood by and said to Peter, surely thou art the one of them. For thy speech betrayeth thee. Said, man, your speech is betraying you. Have you ever been in a situation where what you say is betraying the character of God over your life? Amen. That's what Peter was doing. And he had the mark and call of the first bishop. And God spoke to him in the person of Jesus Christ and let him know you need to launch out into the deep. And what did Peter do? Peter did it in, in Luke. Man, Luke 5, hey amen, he did it. He he was obedient to the voice of God and the deification position of Jesus Christ. What about you on today? What about you and you? Are you submitted? Are you Have you made some mistakes? Well, Jesus um, was going to mid-course correct Peter anyway. Hey amen, we see that later on in scripture. Hey amen, but he needs you to get your mind in the game, right? And that's what Philippians uh, 3, 13 through 15 says, right? says you need to lay aside the weights. You need to lay aside uh, the present pandemic scenario. You need to lay aside unforgiveness with your spouse. You need to lay aside unforgiveness of the person that raped you or child abused you in the past. You need to let God and let go and let God, and you need to embrace your call. Hallelujah. And so Peter then in, in 74, then be, began he to curse and swear, amen, saying, I do not know the man, not know the man. And immediately the cock crowed, or the cock crew. So the sign that, that and the time that came, and, and for some reason he must have forgot about the the prophetic impartation that he was going to let his denial be known, even though folks saw him. Well, God's going to see you 
in your position and you are called out to launch out glory to God, no matter what the deal is, no matter what you've done, Jesus paid the price, the ultimate price on the cross, right? And then in 75, it says, and Peter remembered the words of Jesus all this time. And, and the other two times he could, he couldn't remember the words of Jesus, right? He didn't, he didn't put two and two together until the cock crowed. Amen. We see instance of when, when, when David, amen, stole Uriah, the Hittite's wife and, and, and he done hooked up with her and, and everything. He was still calling him God. He just had to get it right. Right. And, and he, he couldn't see it until the prophet came. Well, no one would reveal it. Cause you know, you catch the king on the wrong day and you say it and you're disrespectful, you're gone. And so, but Peter here, amen, he remembered what Jesus said. He remembered the truth and ethics of the output of what Jesus shared with them earlier, which was a uh, um, prophetic word, but it was also a right now word, a, a relevant word. And so he says, which saith unto unto me, and we're at 75 of Matthew 26. He said, before the cock crowed, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. He wept hard and he cried. If you ever had a, a sleepless night or a night where you know that you were doing some things that weren't, weren't conducive to the launch out of the deep. So God needs you. He He's poured a seed. Of, of revelation, of increase, a, a seed of prophecy, a, a seed as a strong, mighty uh, woman of God, a woman of virtue, and a strong, mighty man of valor before the things of God. And so we see here where Peter is uh, going out and, and you know, he's like, man, he said, I, I ain't the one. Then all of a sudden he remembers. But how many of you know that acknowledgement it can be handed to God and it has to be. Amen. There's something special within you that must manifest. There's something incredible that God has placed down on the inside of you that must come forward. Hallelujah. And you must trust in God. You must trust in the things that he has called and designed you to do. And so we see here in John 21, and we covered this last week. I'm going to just give a quick summary on this. Amen. Jesus has them. He sets the fire. They eat, right? And they come in and, and they went out fishing. Now they're on a, on a much more challenging plane. And in the form, Jesus is re uh, uh, the resurrected Christ. He just needs to talk to Peter. He just needs to point out to Peter that you need to put some things behind you. You need to put this with weeping bitterly about what you said and what you did, right? You need to put that behind you. I need you to put your mind, right, in, in, the, in the game, right? Philippians 3 and 15 says, let us therefore as many be as many as be perfect, be thus minded, be like the mind of Jesus Christ. And so he needs to course correct him so that he can launch out into the deep, so that he can do the signs and wonders that have been poured into him. There has been a, a, a revelation and unveiling that's 
before him and it's in him. It needs to be in him revealed according to the word of God, but he needs you to be obedient. He needed Peter to be obedient. He engaged him and he asked him if he loved him and, you know, feed my sheep and that type of thing. And so from this time to that, glory to God, Jesus engaged him uh, three times because he needed him. He needed him um, to recover from the questions of the damsel and for the from the exposure of Caiaphas, the chief priest, and uh, what he experienced and what he saw. In life, you're going to go through things. In life, you're going to deal with some things. But God needs you to shake the tree and let it go. He needs you to shake the tree and put those things behind you. And we see here, Simon Peter, amen, the disciple of Christ, the disciplined one, amen. And so God had to reclaim him, amen, and let him know and remind him what the mission of his purpose is and what he endowed him and what he implanted within him to do and to be. And so God needs you, glory to God, to be in position. I don't, I, we don't need those. These are the scriptures. So he needs you to put aside the weights. He needs you to put aside the the, the hopelessness of failure. Amen. We, we Perfection might mean that you did it 20 times. And those 20 times, you know, uh, the 20 times on not how to do it. And there's you know, you're further along and he needs you to engage that gift. He needs you to get over whatever it is that you're dealing with and to say, for God, I live and for God, I die. He needs you to say that nothing shall separate me from the love of Christ, not peril, not disease, not craziness, not folks that's trying to get after me for whatever reason. He needs you to put your mind and your heart into the call of God for your life that he has selected you for. He needed Peter to launch out into the deep. He needed him to discover who he was. And God needs you to understand and to discover where you're at and who you are in him. There is no other way that you can get this achievement and level of achievement unless you Amen. Put your mind into the game. And so when you put your mind into the game, there's some key things that you need to have uh, that deals with regeneration and reformation and understanding and regulation, rediscovery. Amen. And, and you are uniquely made. Peter was uniquely made and suited for the task. Not only that, he was chosen and anointed. Not only that, but he was the appropriate leader at the right time for the task. No one else could do the job that was needed. And so that's why Jesus showed up at the Sea of Tiberias, because Peter had gone back to fishing. Amen. And, and he needs you to translate those gifts, those calls, and those talents into the formation of kingdom work. He needed Peter to take those gifts and talents and apply them. And we can see in 21, as they caught fish, there were a hundred 
and 53 different species and different types. And to me, that represents the first time when he launched out into the deep and he threw, drew his net. It didn't address the number of, of species of fish. Amen. But I think that in the lake, there are only a certain type of fish that he could catch, right? And, and in the sea, there's a larger variety. In the sea, there's much more turbulence with the water and there's more challenges. And so at that time, Peter was three years. And so he had more experience and he had more understanding of the things of God. And, and I'm sure at certain points in certain areas, he had commission or paid out other fishermen to take on his boat. So his business was still thriving. And so whatever it is that you're doing, wherever it is that you're, you're into, God needs you to launch that baby out. He needs you to launch that dream and that vision out. It's in a way, it's in a position, it's in a place that only he can do it. But you must be obedient and you must place yourself within the right context of what he's saying in the place of Mariah. You know, I love it when other lessons that I've taught in, in scriptures come in. Peter had to get to the place of Mariah. He had to get into the place of course correction so that he can hear further from God about his gifting and his choice and his talent. I'm telling you, the place of Mariah is a real place of obedience in God. I can see the place of Mariah within my life as I was obedient well over three or four years ago to some things that God had me to do. Because of it, I'm in a place and a position right now um, and it's unbelievable how the Lord God just hands words, messages, and an increased understanding of context because of my obedience. And so Peter here, um, Jesus engages him, amen, three times and asks him, if you love me, you, you know, feed my sheep. If you love me, feed my sheep. He said, man, he said, you know, I don't have to tell you, you know. He said, man, look, feed my sheep. And, and after that, Jesus ascended. He had to go. He had to go because from that point up to Pentecost, he needed to go because the comforter needed to be there. Not only that, but he needed to check Peter. He needed to, to Holy Ghost check him. He needed to supernatural check him. And he needed to naturally check him. Glory to God to get him over himself and, and 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 his attitude toward things and so on today i want to pray with you god has great and excellent things within within the inside of you and he needs you to put the past behind you he needs you to get that that philippians uh 3 13 through 15 position and mindset amen it's behind you it's spilled milk. Glory to God. It's pie on the on the sand bed. Glory to God. Not on the kitchen floor in the three-second rule. It fell in the sand. And, and there's nothing you can do about it except put it in the trash. Well, you're not there at that point. You're there where the three-second rule applies. And so God needs you to come in. He needs you to come in in the third quarter, in the first quarter fourth quarter. He needs you to come in because he has placed 
great and precious promises within the side of who you are. He needs you to go forward. Glory to God. He needs you to do that, which he called you and designed you to be. So Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the gift and call that's within. We secure our spot in the heavenlies. Hallelujah. And we take on the mindset of Jesus Christ. And so we are thankful on today for who you are. We thank you that we are launching out into the deep. This is a part three of the series. This is done We uh, until the Lord says so. And so I want to encourage you going into the new year to lay aside every weight and everything that so easily besets you. May 2022 and more excellent year. Uh, and and doesn't matter about COVID. Get your shot, get your mask, and do the work of the Lord. Uh, don't worry about letting God down. Just give it to him, and he will do the rest. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your loving kindness, your tender mercy, and your grace. Bless these words that they land in the ears and the hearts of your people, and that they know and understand that you are an awesome God and that there is none like you. And so we thank you, Father. We glorify you and we lift you up. Amen. Happy New Year. Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you with the word of God on today. Be blessed, everyone. Amen. Glory to God. Hey, we're going to